Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Tennessee has their assignment, and their assignment is they're on the road. Told you yesterday on here that uh, internally, well, I'm just going to tell you this. There just wasn't a lot of good feelings about it yesterday. If um, if uh, Southern Miss won that game, as I was told yesterday, if you want Tennessee to host, Southern Miss better lose to Penn. And lo and behold, that became the case. Some of you were dragging me in certain quarters behind my back, saying that I was making up something. Why would I do that? I mean, why? I mean, why? Seriously, why? Here's the here's the thing about this process. And by the way, Tennessee's got to go on the road to stormy, rainy, inclement, hot, humid, and soupy Southern Miss this weekend. Matt Dixon's in here. Evan Russell will be by momentarily. And my number is 865-200-5402 if you want to talk about it. If you want to blame Danny White, if that makes you feel better, blame Danny White. Here's a problem, though. Can he be a better politician? I don't know. I'm not there. Did we get outmaneuvered, beat out by little podunk Southern Miss from Conference USA or whatever conference they're in? Yeah. Should that happen? No, not really. Is Tony Valls upset? Sure he is. I think it's a good thing for their baseball. I think it's a good thing for Tennessee's team or on the road. I think this focuses them. I think this helps them. I think they're playing their best baseball on the road right now. And I think this is a pretty good matchup for them. A much better matchup than the Clemson Regional was. Let me get Matt Dixon in here. Matt Dixon, your thoughts on this? I'm not, like, raving mad about it. And I'm not going to get on here and blame Danny White because college baseball is a third-world sport that doesn't list their teams, rank their teams 1 through 64, or at least assign numbers to teams when they're grouped together for super regional purposes. If you have eight teams in any one region, they ought to be ranked 1 through 8, so everybody knows what's what. Matt Dixon, am I wrong? No, you're not, and it also doesn't help that that Tennessee is kind of a, a third-world stadium in college baseball standards as well. Um, and I, I think that was probably a factor in this yep. also. But, you know, Southern Miss was always going to host if they won when it come down to this. What I what I think is, is more egregious is that the start is pushed back until Saturday, which gives Southern Miss an extra day to rest, which they kind of taxed their, their arms yesterday because they had to come out of a loser's bracket. But instead of that being, you know, an advantage for Tennessee, which it should be, uh, you know, Southern Miss is allowed an extra day to, to kind of rest up their arms. Um, and I, I think that's more egregious to me than, than not hosting because I just, I just, I never thought Tennessee would host when it came down to it. There's just too many things going against them. But the, the extra day's rest for Southern Miss, I think, yeah, I, that should be an advantage that Tennessee has going on the road. Uh, because they just went and won a regional and swept through it, a much tougher regional. Yep, it's a great point, because uh, yesterday Penn had to use, and we'll unpack this later, Southern Miss had to use um, a couple of their starters against Penn just to get through yesterday. It was a, a true survival game for them. Penn really pushed them. 
Little Little Penn really pushed that Southern Miss team to the wall yesterday. So, any other thoughts, Matt? Jump out at you about the steal? Um. Well, you know, it's it's kind of one of those scrappy mid-major type teams. It does seem like in, in watching them a few times this weekend that a lot of their beginnings or, or runs kind of come when they string a bunch of hits together mm-hmm. or, or get a couple of walks, and that's something that typically Tennessee doesn't give up, which could play in their favor. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, yeah, the, you know, there's the stuff about the coach retiring and, and all that. I, I don't know how much will be made out of that. Um, Tennessee but, you know, Tennessee's, Tennessee's the yeah. better team, the more talented team, that got the deeper bullpen or yep. just deeper arms. Yep. You should go down there and win. But you know, Southern Miss was in this exact spot last year with Ole Miss coming in there. So they're probably more seasoned and battle-tested, which I don't like. And if you remember, when Notre Dame came in here the previous year, they they went on the road in a super at Mississippi State and had a three-game competitive series and it really prepared them, unfortunately, for the next year. And I, I just hope that what happened to, to Southern Miss last year versus the eventual national champions that doesn't happen again to Tennessee. From watching the last couple of days closely, because my son went to Penn, I'm really hoping Penn would get through so Tennessee would 100% host. I believe Tennessee's got a much better team in that Southern Miss club. Much better. Now... As to whether or not Tennessee deserves a host, if you guys want to blame Danny White, blame Danny White. I'll tell you what, getting swept to start the season at Missouri didn't help. Losing two of three at Georgia didn't help. Playing a not very good non-league schedule didn't help. Not winning a series on the road until South Carolina at the end of the year didn't help. So let's get real here. Does Tennessee deserve to host? I don't know. But the fact that they, the fact that I don't know, I don't think, Matt, it's a total ripoff like our fan base is acting. I'm sorry. Now, I do think if fans want to be mad at Danny White for not putting the uh, sweet in the purse and, you know, buying the regional, okay, fine. And I'm not even sure if that's the case. But if you want to be mad at him, go for it. He, he's a big boy. He makes big money, like I said yesterday. But this team didn't do enough in the regular season to make it a slam-dunk case, Matt. They just didn't. Those two teams are comparable, and Southern Miss has a bigger stadium. I mean, this is about money. Yeah. No, I, I think, you know, resume-wise, they're, they're pretty equal. Um, you know, we can talk the RPI and all that stuff that Tennessee did jump in, but Tennessee also got – you know, had to go through a much tougher draw. In the, you know, it's hard to, well, I mean, they did lose to Sanford. So, I mean, they, they were pretty comparable. I, I think they they might have won their, their league tournament. So that, that sometimes that weighs into it. They probably play, they probably had a better non-conference strength of schedule than Tennessee's. And that's almost always the a deciding factor. And then uh, I guess it also doesn't hurt when you know a committee member's son plays for Southern Miss. That that probably factored in. Say that in again. Some way. Say that again. Uh, one, one of the the committee members for for baseball, had, I believe, his son plays for for Southern Miss. Who is who's the committee member? Uh, I had it earlier. I can't. 
I'll have to look. I'll have to look it up. What? I'll I'll, I'll have it to us during the break, or maybe Brian can look it up. Real, what? Real quick, but no, there's. You know, I mean, but but that but that's that's always going to happen. I mean, committee members have kids all the time in places, so you know. I mean, Auburn's AD was the chair of the thing, and they were the one team that that, from the RPI perspective, shouldn't have hosted. So I mean, this stuff, you know, there's always a human element in all this. I don't I don't blame them. I, I if I could do that for Tennessee, I'd do it too. Auburn had zero business hosting, didn't they? Zero, zero. And then the guy's giving a giving a. Uh, uh, an interview, and he's asked about uh, teams and other play. Go, I don't know. I don't know about those teams. It's so illegitimate. And I love Ber- Berkey. I love Irvine you. One was the worst. I love Berkey, and I love college baseball. I'm for it, not against it. I want to see it grow. But if you want to grow the thing, you better put numerical, uh, assign a numerical value to each team in each region. One through eight. That way, if the two over there is higher than the two over there, we shouldn't be closed deal bidding and all this nonsense, which all you did the last 24 hours was create a bunch of drama when there was no drama. I'll tell you this, okay? Last night, Tennessee internally was told to pack. Now, you tell me what that means. Now, why put your fans through that? Pack. Pack. They were Matt, what did I call you and tell you last night? Uh, that they were expected to go on the road. Thank you. I people blow my phone up last night. I, I left it alone. I'm like, didn't you listen to the show? I told you on the show. This should have been announced the second the final out was made. Of course. In the pen game in the pen Southern Miss game. Because you it had been a, determined where this regional would be cor- instead of waiting until Right. You had nearly a, 24 hours later. Because you had a number later. next to each team. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. How hard is that? That's legitimate, though. That's pulling this thing out of the catacombs. Until the D1 baseballs of the world demand that, they're going to keep doing what they're doing, which that's not growing your game. I'm sorry. That can't be good for your game to create that kind of ill will for those fans that care. I mean, well, neither is taking away home run celebrations. Well, right. Because the NCAA does, isn't forward thinking at all. No. No. And I'm not going to get on here and sour grape Southern Miss because they're hosting. They went, they went and did the same thing we did. They went on the road last week, won a regional. We have comparable resumes. They have a bigger stadium. And maybe, they're, maybe they sweeten the pot. Maybe their bid's bigger. I don't know. I do know this, Tennessee internally, around the program yesterday, felt like they were going on the road. And I was told, if you want to see us host, pen better, your pen boys better win today. And I shared that on the air, and people got mad at me. I'm sorry. I'm, one thing I'm always going to do on here is, is call it like I say it. I, I, I have to do that. I'm not here to blow smoke at you. It never was. But this thing, there's a structural, structural issue, an integrity issue with this baseball deal. Anytime you get to decide nilly-willy who goes where and who plays where. And, Matt, here's the other side of it. Have you guys looked at the five-day forecast for Southern Miss? 
Because it's a total effing mess. It's a mess. It's much better here. Have you looked the at it? The forecast is much better for here. There's like a 60% chance of thunderstorms there on Saturday, which means that there will be lightning in the area, which means you might not get a first pitch till Tuesday with the rules we have now, with the 300-square-mile rule, or the 7-square-mile, which is 300 miles, which is why those people down in Nashville the other day, I called my son, I said, what's it like down there? He's right near the ballpark, house-sitting for a buddy of his. And he said... Dad, it's sunny. And yesterday, Martanval called and said, my kids were outside playing on the swing set. That's how worried I was. So get ready for that this weekend. It's even more reason that this is ridiculous. LSU's grounds crew had to put sunglasses on when they rolled the tarp out there Sunday. (laughs) I think there there was weather last year in that regional down there in Hattiesburg. Was there not? There's always going to be weather down there. Yeah, there's always in the, in the south. There's all in this time of year. There's going to be a storm somewhere. All, all, all the time. Do we know how involved Brett Favre was in all this kind of backroom dealing? Yeah, and, and Ted and DiBiase. Yep. Did Ted DiBiase kick some of his state funds that him and his son got caught stealing? Back. I talked to the great Jim Peters, who follows a Tennessee team on the road like like he's a like he like the Grateful Dead, and he's a deadhead. And I said, because I called him last night, and I said, Peters, you're not going to like what I just heard. What'd you hear? Well, they told their, they told they they they've been told to pack. Get ready. Hey, oh no. I said, are you going down there? He said, Tony. A couple of my friends have told me they went down there for baseball regionals. And it was an absolutely miserable experience because it's humid as all get out down there in June. It's like soup. Matt, I believe that. I believe that's highly uncomfortable down there watching summer baseball. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sure it is. And not, not, not to mention it's a seven-hour drive from Knoxville, which is just miserable for Tennessee fans. Are you going, Matt? Uh, I mean, I... I'm kind of planning on it. I mean, I have a, a hotel room, but I'll, I'll have to decide here in the next couple of days. I mean, I probably will. It's just, I mean, it's a tough well, trip to make, especially when you're you're planning ahead and, and you think there might be a trip to to Omaha in a week or two. They just said that um, as well. Somebody just released something uh, regarding ticket availability down there and. Tickets are expected to sell out there to their fan base. So they tickets, don't anticipate selling tickets to the general public for this weekend's regional. There they you go. In a release. Tickets are going to be extremely scarce. Max scarce. These two they, teams. They were for that Saturday game at Clemson, too. These two teams are absolutely comparable in terms of resume. And my thing is, I'm not going to get on here and bitch a moan because we. We put ourselves in a hole that we're still trying to dig out of. That's the truth, Matt. People don't want to hear that. Yeah, the team's arrived, and they're a totally different team than they were two and a half weeks ago, and Southern Miss does not want to see Tennessee in that regional. They do not want to see Tennessee in their building. They know Tennessee has better pitching than them. They know Tennessee has three or four guys who are smoking hot right now. Maybe Blake Burke woke up. I love the Vols in this regional this week, and I love them. After seeing uh, Southern Miss uh, last week. They got the host last year all the way to Omaha, but they got much tougher matchups than they got this year. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. I think. 
I'm going to tell you this, guys. That's the exact path Ole Miss took last year. That's all I'm going to say. They had to go play at an ACC team for their regional, which they got out of. They went 3-0 and in. Then they had to go to Southern Miss. Wow. That gives me chills, Bri. So, so you, you think we're going to shut them out two games? Maybe Southern Miss will score in their own Super Regional this year. Well, they might score, but I still think I don't think we're going to need a game three on Monday. Wow, Brian! And I, I also think I don't know about know, that, Brian. Good in. gosh, Brian! LSU and Tennessee are keep it up, Brian. It, it's happening. Get woolly, Brian. If I remember, they're the better team. Tennessee's a better team. If I remember the correctly, travels. last year, Brian, that um, that regional was marred with bad weather down there last year. Several hour rain delay in one or two games, but and then they had that controversial Grand Slam call where you knew it was, Ole Miss was kissed because the ball was way inside the fair, the, the what they call the foul pole, fair pole, whatever you want to call that thing. The ball was to the naked eye inside the fair pole. They took four runs off the board for Southern Miss. You knew Ole Miss was going to have a charmed existence at that point. And by the way, Brian. This Oklahoma team in softball, can I officially say this? I'm sick of them. And what they do to the sport of softball, it used to be a game where people put balls in play. They slap bunted and ran. The analytics people have ruined that game, Brian. Everybody swings for the fences. Well, it's such a bad the, game now. What are they doing? They don't get to go they don't they don't get to go on the road at all for their in the tournament like everybody else has to do. That's one thing. And Nebraska must be asking themselves, how come we can't be a powerhouse in baseball like Oklahoma is in softball? We've got the World Series in our state like they got the World Series in their state every year. Yeah, they're obnoxious. Lady Vols had, a really, Lady Vols had a really nice run at that. That's about as well as they're going to do. No shame in what they did. No, they that's, about as well as, that's about as well as they're going to do. Oklahoma. And they, had, they performed to their seating, too. They o- performed exactly to their seating. Absolutely. Oklahoma Oklahoma is getting Kiki Malloy's sister, who's a knockout player. It's unbelievable, Andy. Let's go to the phones. I'm not going to sit on here and rip Danny White today. I'm not. I said I would, but I'm not. Because I thought about it. What's the point? What would be the point in doing that? Tennessee called me when I was on the air yesterday. They said, Tony, we, we put a competitive bid in. What do, you, what do you want us to do? Okay. You got outworked by Southern Miss. I didn't do it. But then again, our baseball team doesn't have a slam dunk resume either to host. And I know Tony's probably not going to like me saying that, but, Matt, that's the truth. When, when you win one road series all year, you put yourself in a position to be at the whims of the committee. I mean, Matt, that's an inconvenient truth. That That is fact. That's fact, Matt. If people want to blame yeah, Danny that, White, he didn't do that. No, that and your, your non-conference strength of schedule, which is always a deciding factor. Tennessee's was, was really bad, yes. So Evan Russell so, will be by uh, with TLD Logistics Extra Innings, and we're going to have a great time with him today. But let's go to the phones, and I'll let you react to the fact that Tennessee is now – going to have to be road warriors and are we going to do a listener watch party you damn straight this weekend hello and welcome in 
Good morning, Tony. Good morning. Good morning, Matt, and good morning. Hey, Billy. Good morning, buddy. I'll tell you, I you know, I agree I agree with you. I feel this is gonna work more in Tennessee's advantage than it is uh, Southern Miss. Boom. Because I believe that they want to go to the, they want to go to Omaha, and I think they want to play the role of spoiler, and I believe it's going to happen. How about being Clemson and, and um, Southern Miss, and knowing that Tennessee, your 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 gift for this great season you've had is you get Tennessee coming into your building with all that pitching. I'll tell you one thing: if I were if I were Southern Miss, I would be a bit scared. Okay, you were saying you know they're they're a mid major school. I believe they are, Tony. I believe they're in the Sun Belt Conference. I thought they were CUSA. Matt, are they CUSA or Sun Belt? What league are they in? They're actually. This is their first year in the Sun Belt, and the Sun Belt is one of the top five or six leagues in in college baseball. So I mean, it's, it's mid major by name. But in, in reality, the, the Sun Belt is, is one of the, the better leagues in, in college baseball, but this is their first year in it. And so, but it, but you can consider it a kind of a mid-major type league. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it's really competitive in football in that conference. You have Appalachian State and you have several of the, you have several, you know, that uh, Louisiana team. You've got Liberty in there. That's a good league, man. Coastal was the host, and they were, I think, number 10. Just if they got beat by Duke. But Coastal was, I think they won the regular season title, and they were a host. And I believe Georgia State is in that league. Upset Tennessee. You're laying it down, Bill. Sun Belt, Fun Belt. It's a good league, man. Sun Belt Billy went to that league, and to that league he shall return. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. It would be nice if we could schedule Georgia State again. We owe them a favor, a big favor, oh, big boy. time in football. Oh, boy. Well, Bill, you're my man. You've chimed in. You have a Dwight Gooden, and uh, always a pleasure. Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. Hey, Tom. Yo. Um, what's up, Lumbo? What, what's up, Lumbo? Hi, how's it going? Good, Lumbo. Good to hear your voice, man. I've been saying for a couple of weeks this team's better off not hosting because it's less pressure. And when you're a team that plays with piss and vinegar and both middle fingers up the entire game, we saw last year when they, and I'll still call it an epic gag against Notre Dame, that when the, the the pipes burst when the pressure got too great. This, this, totally agree with that. Playing this on the road. Totally agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I do. But I do think I watched a lot of the game, uh, a lot of the Clemson game, and I noticed Vitello was a lot more calm, and it seems he's been a lot more calm the last couple weeks, mm-hmm. not managing with both middle fingers up. And I think mm-hmm. this team has responded. I don't think I don't think this team was built, is built like last year's team that thrived on that. This team didn't seem to respond to him. Like I said, piss and vinegar everywhere. Well, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you one one argument on on Vitalo, Just one pushback. His coming out of that dugout and meeting Chase Burns right there at the line after he got out of that bases loaded deal was all time cool because he never does that. 
So he was and pretty was engaged. Fun. He was pretty engaged in it there. Yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying, though. Just he was. He seems to be a little bit more toned down the last three weeks. A little calmer. A little. And this team's responded to it. I don't think this team responded to the to the what he was doing last year. This it worked for last year's team. Drew Gilbert and those guys are just like Tony personality wise. These guys are a little bit more reserved, and it's helped them. And look. The only time you're not, you know, the only time you're going to lose to LSU is when they're pitching scheme. You can only pitch once. This thing's wide open. No Arkansas, no Vandy. Wide open for them to bring home the whole thing. Wide open. Because I think they win. I think they win both. They sweep Southern Miss. Too much pitching. Yeah, Southern Miss is very, very fortunate that the University of Pennsylvania yesterday, who had a five-one lead at the time left a kid out there to drown when they had pitching behind him. That was disgraceful managing on Penn's part. To let that lead totally evaporate, Matt, was, I don't know if you got, Matt, did you watch that game? That was horrendous. Yeah, Penn, guy, I think he happened. gave up like four straight doubles. He did the same yeah. thing the other night. That, kid, yeah, that kid's was, body yeah. language, he was looking at the bench like, would you please come get me? Please come get me. It was hey, Tony, horrendous you, managing, and they they could have won that game. Penn could have beaten that team yesterday. Where are we stand on the uh, eight or nine game football schedule? Yeah, it's eight, and they're announcing it in a week and a half. I mean, moving forward past this year, do you think ESPN comes up with the money to make it nine or no? I wouldn't, because this is just a. I mean, I think this is just a bargaining. I wouldn't move by by uh, Sankey. I wouldn't, but you, but then again, things are always. I'm not sure they have it. I'm not sure they well, have. I'm not sure they have it either. And, and by the way, things are always moving in the back back catacombs. I know you're a golf fan. What about live the PGA Tour and the other tour all merging this morning, just well, in the cloak well, my, of night, out of out of, my, the, my, out of nowhere? My guess is my guess is one of the stipulations is that Greg Norman is out. Well, the PGA Tour is going to control it, but Saudi oil money is now involved in the PGA Tour for yeah, all the purists out Norman, there. And, Greg Norman's gone for sure. If I'm Rory McIlroy, I'm really pissed. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I'm Rory McIlroy, I'm really pissed yes. off. Yes. What, what, all this feud and all this stuff. Yeah, and we believe in all this. All you had to do was say, okay, we'll take your investment, we'll give you a board seat, and none of this would have ever happened. We don't want this the Saudis. Thing. We don't want the blood money. Well, now blood money's in your sport, so get this you some thing, of that. This whole thing was about, was about Greg Norman having daddy issues and Phil Mickelson having a gambling problem. That is word. That is straight up word. He went. He went to that thing because not because he wanted the money. It's because he needed the money. And the book that came out this past year lefty nothing compared to the nothing compared to the Billy Walters book that's going to come out about Lefty. Lefty has some serious, serious. That's a guy with some serious issues. Who's cloaked it by (laughs) smiling at people. That's a guy with some. You talk about a guy with some serious issues. That's a dude with some serious issues. Phil, Phil, Phil sang like a canary on Billy Walters. And you don't f with Billy Walters. He's coming out with a book this fall that's going to be just going to destroy Phil. So I think eventually you'll see a nine-game league schedule. The telltale yeah. is going to be this one-seven deal. They can get away with doing that for two years and preserve historical uh, rivalries. Yeah. But that third year, there's no way they're going to separate Tennessee and Alabama. And there's no way. Now Danny White, I'm, I'm going to give him like a hall pass today because I just feel like it. 
if they separate Tennessee and Alabama, and I know for a fact that Tennessee's for that eight-game schedule, he better rethink that because his fan base is going to rage on his cage, okay, if he does that. If he comes down on the wrong side of history, I know this fan base, and the youngsters can be all they want. The people that have the money and control the game are not going to take that sitting down, Danny White. They're just not. Let me ask you a question, Tony. I know it's part of your job to keep us apprised of recruiting and, and whatnot. Do you find yourself less interested in the recruiting battles and the day-to-day workings of the program with the NIL? Of course. Now? It's professional sports. I, I just, it's just, it's weird. I just don't, I like, just let me know who's playing on Saturday. Like, That's right. Watch him on Saturday. Like, well, Plus, I trust this coach implicitly, so I don't worry about recruiting anymore. Because this guy's a player sure, development guy. It doesn't matter. It's who's got the biggest checkbook. And it's who has, it has yeah, that's right. It's, profe- it's professional it's sports now. That's right. Yeah. All right, brother. Thank you, man. And, and, and as long as you're Tennessee, you're going to get more than your fair share because you're investing in it. So why would I worry about it from player to player? I don't worry about it from player to player if that's what you're asking me. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. And Butch Jones taught me that you can um, gerrymander those numbers. You can manipulate those numbers to make a class look a lot better than it is. And down through the years, the Virginia Techs of the world with functional recruiting taught me that you don't need a high number next to you to be successful. But... As long as Spire's going to Spire and this fan base is going to this fan base, Tennessee's going to be fine. They're going to get enough football players. What about this intriguing baseball player, Matt, that committed yesterday, Villeneuve, hockey player out of Canada, power hitter, first baseman, pitcher. Villeneuve, Matt. Oh, yeah, yeah. You just, yeah, very, very impressive prospect. You know, usually... The players from kind of from northern climates are a year or two behind developmentally than, than a lot of, of kids in the south, just because they haven't been able to play, you know, kind of year round. So, but no, a really intriguing prospect, and you know, kind of like you with hype. Well, I'm kind of that way with with Vitello and, and Coach Elander and Coach Anderson. They from I mean, they built this thing from from being a hoping to make Hoover to. If you don't make Omaha, you know, it's season's kind of a failure in a lot of fans' eyes. So I, I trust I trust their evals and, and development, you know, just like you do with, with Hypel. Yeah. The great Bill Martin today over at YouTube you know, put uh, a tweet out, and the tweet was, Super Regionals last three years, and Tennessee has three, and everybody else in the league has one. I guess LSU has two, and everybody else has one. Well, I mean, this guy's Tennessee. getting it done. This guy's getting it done. Tennessee is the only, along with Stanford and Texas, the only schools that have made programs that have made Super Regionals three years in a row. That's incredible. And there's only four programs that have a chance to go to more than one College World Series in the last three, and that's Tennessee, Stanford, Texas, and Virginia. That's called getting it, getting it, getting it so they're, done. They're in a rarefied air right now. And it just shows you how hard it is to do to make a super. It's not easy. It's not as easy as they're making it look. Evan Russell, presented by our friends at TLD Logistics, will be joining. Um, top of the hour. Let's get a brief timeout. 
we're jam-packed on the phone lines. Your thoughts on what's going on here? I think it's an opportunity for Tennessee. And, and if it makes you happy ripping Danny White, call up and rip him. Call up and rip him, but I, I'm not going to do that today. So we continue after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, 
taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickwire Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group. Or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group. Land is your legacy. Have you heard the news? The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools has a new day and time. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM to hear all about what's happening in and around Murray County Public Schools. The Big Yellow School Bus with Jack Cobb and friends on Front Porch Radio, Saturdays at 10 a.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. Alzheimer's Tennessee invites you to join us for our second annual Walk to Support Families Impacted by Alzheimer's Disease or Related Dementia. The 2023 Murray County Walk will be held on Saturday, June 3rd at Murray County Park and Senior Center, 1016 Murray County Park Drive in Columbia. The festivities begin at 9 a.m. with music from Chris Yao, line dancing, children's activities, and a pet area. We hope to see you there as we walk to make Alzheimer's a memory. And remember, all funds raised stay local. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM, Columbia. So when's the first pitch, Brian, Saturdays? I welcome you back on your Tony Basilio show. Eastern time, first pitch, Brian. When is it? STNU, Saturday afternoon. What time? 3 p.m. Eastern. All right. 2 central. Matt Dixon, what time Eastern time will Garza Law... Tennessee baseball extra inning overtime take place across tclub.team. Heard by thousands and thousands and thousands. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go 9.30 because you're going to have a, have yep. a weather delay. You're going to have a couple-hour rain delay. Now, I've been reached out to about a watch party, and I'm going to tell these folks, hey, look, I mean, that's fine, but you might be signing up for a seven-hour extravaganza because here's the weather forecast. Because that is, in fact, the truth, right? I mean, Matt, I, I've got to tell anybody that, don't I? Don't I have to manage expectations for people that aren't following as closely as we are? Yeah, that's that's kind of your job, yeah. Uh-huh. Back to the phones we go. Which was my job yesterday was to tell you, hey, here's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing you better cheer for the University of Pennsylvania or we're not hosting. And everybody was so mad. Hello and welcome into our next call. You're on your... Tuesday edition, Matt Jay's in the house. Evan Russell, who's usually by on Mondays, is going to be with us uh, here in about uh, 20. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hey, Tony and fellas, it's Rusty. Hey, Rusty. Hey, man. Uh, that coach's uh, send-off is going to be maybe one of the worst in history. The, that, the Southern Miss's baseball program, their blood is on the the, uh, the committee's hands because about, what's about to happen to them is not going to be gentle. I would think that Tony, behind closed doors, is going to use this 
Yeah. Use this. Use this uh, to absolutely motivate his guys. Totally agree, brother. The the reason I want to throw this out too. The reason that committee and the NCAA doesn't want to see the two seed in, in any certain order, because if Tennessee would have been rightfully seated, they would have been probably the third at worst two seed. So they would have been the seventeenth. They would have been the nineteenth team rated. And if that was the case, Tennessee would have had to have went to Terre Haute. And the committee doesn't want to do that. The committee wants to be able to take those two seats and put them geographically where it's closest to them. So they don't want to put numbers by their names. So they can actually, so they can actually manipulate it and send teams to where they actually want to geography related. It's, it's, it's a crock, but that's why they do it that way. Yep. Well, and, so, and, and the other thing about the sport is until you, when you group these teams together, just put a numerical, designation one through eight next to them next to them yeah oh you're totally right but they're not going to because then they have uh, you're saying you're saying after they pick the sides and put the four put the teams there put the teams at the two regions once they're there then see them one through eight of course they're there of course they I, i still think they're afraid they'll get they'll get if tennessee was at clemson and then they all of a sudden see tennessee as the number three overall in that they're going to get crucified by people saying, "Well, that's not fair for Tennessee to be at Clemson if they're the three and Auburn's the Auburn's the two. That Tennessee should be where Auburn's at." Is what people are going to argue with them. I no, 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 no. You can't do that. What you do is you take the one, you take the first, you take the second two seed and you put them, or the second one seed and you put them two, and then you take the two twos and you make either one a three and the other one team four. That's my point. But if Tennessee, if Tennessee would have been the three in this situation where Clemson was one, Auburn was two, Tennessee was three, and Southern Miss was four, if that's the case, then Tennessee should have been at Auburn because the three always matches with the two and the four with the one. But they don't. If they would have, no, so they can't no, no, really no. Play. You you can do what you want to do with your grouping. No, you don't have to do that's it that fair. way. You just you I'm just put a I'm numerical designation next to everybody. Just so we all know what this process is. I see what you're saying. Then you'd have to go 1-4. No. You could still do your uh, grouping to create some kind of geographical, whatever they're trying to do there. They, they do that with basketball. They, of course they, they do. They, seed, they try to seed them that way and then kind of mix and match geography with with the seating, they, right. they do. They do try to blend it with yeah. basketball because they, they they've had that problem in, with the basketball deal too. It's called the pod system in basketball. Yes, that's right. They group yeah. teams in pods. That's right. No, I'm with you. I, I I think what you're saying is right. I just think they're afraid the backlash yes. from people will be ugly if they do it. Yes, is the fear. But there's backlash now because of this, you know, situation. I don't know. There's no way that Southern Miss compares to us. I'm sorry. One team is playing in a conference where there are six teams, seven teams, sorry, seven, I believe, still alive in the final 16 teams. One team plays in that. One team has a R- higher RPI. The, the only argument is, is their, their, their road record might be better than Tennessee's, and I'm sorry, their road record's better because Tennessee had to play SEC teams on the road, and Southern Miss got to play Sun Belt Billy teams. Uh, I mean, I don't know about There's, that because Tennessee didn't exactly light the world on fire when they went to 
uh, Missouri when they went to Georgia. Those are losing SEC teams, Rusty. If you want to, if you want to cover for that, you cover for that, coaches. Rusty. That's embarrassing. Rusty, you're embarrassing yourself right now. And by the way, we didn't exactly light the world on fire when we went to Arizona and Grand Canyon either. But more power to you, Rusty. Hey, you live in your world, brother. I'll live in mine. Do you know that Missouri lost their two starting pitchers like two? You, hey, Rusty. Hey, Rusty. There you go. Let's pump them up now. That's good. Is that not true? Is Rusty. True? Rusty. It was embarrassing. And, you, and, and Rusty, when you do stuff like that and you only win one series all year on the road, you don't deserve to host. Come on now. Get real. Is the, is the SEC far superior to the Sun Belt? Rusty, I, that's not what we're talking about here. Yes, it is. No, no, actually, no, actually, it's not. Those two teams are comparable. They're comparable. And they, and by the way, they have a bigger stadium, and it's a financial deal, and it's always going to be. That's fair. That's fair. We we hold we hold three hundred more seats than they do. They have that grassy area where they can put a thousand people. Yeah, they're going to jam, and they'll they'll. They'll jam 6,500 people into that thing is what they're going to do, kind of like Clemson did. Matt, that thing, Saturday night, they were shoehorning people in there, weren't they, Matt, Saturday? To the point uh, where you yeah, couldn't breathe? Yeah. I, oh, yeah, the standing room only deal was packed. There was there was no fire fire ordinance yeah. being followed there. Yeah, Jim, Jim Peters. Them, I, yeah. I, I welcome that. I would do that, too, if I Absolutely. Game like that. Jim Peters told me, he said, Tony, a guy like you would have had a total anxiety attack in this place. That, 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 you're, you're totally right with the stadium and them being able to get more people and money is what really is the real Sure. thing is, Tennessee played in a severely better conference, and it's not close. Seven. Of the 16 teams from Tennessee's conference are still alive, and that doesn't include two of the top five teams in the country this year that got knocked out. Tennessee played a tougher schedule, and it's not close. That's why the road record's different. Now, did they lose at Missouri? Yes. Did they get beat by a Georgia team who swept Arkansas? Yeah. Did they get? Did they lose at Arizona, which is the first game of the season, and, and then it played a road game at Grand Canyon? The Grand Canyon is the one that bothers me the most. That's the one they shouldn't have lost. They didn't hit that day. But... Let's not act like Southern Miss played a played a real tough. Yeah. I bet Southern. I bet if we go look at Southern Miss road record, they didn't beat anybody on the road that is good as Georgia. Okay, Rusty, you you live in your world. Trip Vistica says I want to enter this into the conversation because I've been told this a time or two, but I don't see where where anybody's ad- admitting this is so. And if this is so, why aren't they ranking these teams? It was made clear the selection committee no longer takes the amount of money a university bids into consideration anymore. So why are people getting mad at Danny White? Shouldn't they get their facts straight first? We got screwed by the NCAA again, and that's nothing new. One committee member has a son on the Southern Miss baseball team. Another committee member is a former AD at Southern Miss. We all saw this coming. I, to that, I would say the following. If people want to be mad at Danny White, they can be mad at Danny White. Uh, there is such a thing as politics and politicking behind the scenes and fighting the fight for your team. So, uh, And this this is a deal where he looks a little diminished. But I'm not going to rip him. I'm not going to rip him. Because Tennessee put themselves in a position for this to happen to him. That's all. I'm not going to rip him. And by the way, I think they're, I think this is a blessing in disguise. I said it yesterday. 
We said it over the weekend, Matt. These guys are locked in on the road. They're locked in right now. They're a different baseball team. Maui Ahuna, yes, Matt, is on a heater right now. In the field, he's on a heater. Just just like SEMO is at the plate. The, the dark mode balls on the road are, are the best team in college baseball right now. Maybe besides Wake Forest. That's right. That's right. By the way, there's six SEC but it, teams but it, su- it sucks for Tennessee fans, though. It's it does. for fans who have to drive seven hours to watch them play Absolutely. two games. Absolutely. Totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. Absolutely sucks for Tennessee fans. Then again, there is something magical about watching your you team know what? make that run. It ain't going to suck when they drive back home, though. There's something magical about watching your team barnstorm barnstorm back through the catacombs of Mississippi. So, uh, Trent Vistica, Derek Dooley noted. Derek Dooley noted on your criticism, sir. But I don't see where they're out there saying, well, because I was told yesterday we put in a competitive, what does that mean? Competitive bid. That's term being used. Trip Vistica. Let's go back to the phones. Hello and welcome in. Hi, Tony, Matt, Ronnie, boy. Yo. What's going on, fellas? Yo. Hey, uh, Tony, I can't help but be a little disappointed. I was uh, really hoping to uh, make it down there this weekend and watch the Super Regional and Lindsey Nelson. But, uh, you know, I can't be, help but be a little pissed off, too, because when uh, two of the members on the 10-member committee are, have ties to Southern Mississippi, I mean... You know, just the optics alone, I mean, you can't help like you get screwed and in turn you're screwing those kids over, which they deserve better than that, you know. But I you mean, know uh, what? When you only win one series on the road all year, do you have a gripe? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying... Uh, do you? I mean, I don't know. Do you? Do you have a gripe? I, I'm just... I, I wouldn't use the term screwing those kids over. Those kids won you, one, one series on the road all year. They lost to Georgia now. Come on, Josh. Come on, Josh. You know well, better not, than that. I mean, I'm not arguing. I'm not saying the, that we played our way into hosting the Super Regional. I'm just okay. saying. I'm just saying uh, the optics of the whole way this system set up leads to people being pissed off. They're never like going to grow their sport. They're never going to grow their sport beyond it being a fringe deal if they and don't. If they don't get their brains around that. Concerning Danny White, I mean, it's past. Southern Miss should never have a better stadium than Tennessee, especially when, with us having a program we had at this at this point, and that needs to be fixed immediately. Well, we I'm going to argue for him in that. Yeah, your plan. I'm going to argue. Done. I'm going to argue for him in that, and here's why: to move a piece of dirt on Tennessee's campus, it literally takes two and a half years in the approval process at the state level. It takes forever takes forever and he hasn't been there Come he on, been there no, no, josh 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 josh, Give me a break. josh josh i'm telling you the truth i'm sorry i didn't do it at the state level it takes forever to 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 move a shovel over there forever in all fairness to him well i mean who's uh, what politician needs to be It's on the books in the state. It's the way it is. You talk to anybody involved in the state level, and it it is like Christmas Day trying to get something to move. It's so slow. 
eight six. Yeah, they're they're the official fourth the official party. They should be eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Brian affectionately throws that out there. But they Southern Miss sold out all their home games, which is accurate, in in a mere matter of hours. Uh, it you better bring plenty of money if you want to go. So, and look, I'm not saying I don't feel bad for our fan base, but to sit here and act like it's some kind of like highway robbery, it's just not. It's two teams with just pretty similar resumes. Is what it is. Now, should Tennessee get outworked by them in this deal? No. When you're from the SEC, no. When you have an SEC guy on the committee, no. But it is what it is. Is there a little lag on Danny's, Danny White's face? Maybe. Probably. Brief timeout. We come back with more. Tennessee is going to the Super Regional for the third consecutive year. Trying to get back to Omaha for the second time in three seasons. You talk about playing at the top of the sport. You talk about the Vanderbilt series. I was on here saying, you lose that series, play the kids. They swept that series. From there, Vanderbilt went stone cold 500. And Tennessee essentially took off like a rocket ship. And Matt Dixon believes that Tim Corbin is on the Rick Barnes path right now, along with the guy at Arkansas. Which means what, Matt? Which means what, Matt? Uh, I, I, I do think there's some burnout with their teams towards the end of the season. I, I think there's probably some truth in that. And, and I think they play up tight at home. In the postseason, especially Arkansas, somehow that goes from being a huge advantage in SEC play to almost a disadvantage in the postseason. Hour two is on the radio, ladies and germs. Hour two, right after this. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. 
This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Each week on History's Hook, we'll be bringing you interesting and informative stories from the past in an effort to connect the history in our own backyard to the big events that compose national and world history. I'm your host, Tom Price. This is not your high school history class. We're going to make history fun and compelling. We're going to get you hooked. History's Hook with your host, Tom Price, Saturdays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m., right here on WKOM 101.7 FM Front Porch Radio. Join us for a journey through time. Saturday, June 10th, South Music presents J.D. Darling. Now I'm punch drunk, love struck, shook up, baby. Live at the Mule House in beautiful downtown Columbia, Tennessee. She's from a small town. Celebrating the release of J.D.'s new album, Looking Forward, Thinking Back, with special guest Scout Spear. Tickets available at themulehouse.com or listen here to win. J.D. Darling, live at the Mule House. Brought to you by South Music DIY Dumpsters and Dixieland Management. June is Dairy Month, and the Murray County Farm Bureau salutes our dairy farmers and the dairy industry for the many contributions to our economy and our health. Milk is the original nutritional powerhouse drink with 8 grams of protein and 13 essential nutrients to keep you energized all summer long. Plus, who doesn't like ice cream? Our hardworking dairy farmers are dedicated to dairy and proud to help produce nature's perfect food. When you sit down to your next meal, pour one more glass of milk and celebrate June Dairy Month. 
All right, welcome back. This is T. Willie. I have got one of our favorite people on the phone, Mr. Miles Johnson from Foodland. He's going to let us know all about the great deals they have this week. Miles, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Uh, you always give us some great, great deals over there at Foodland. So what do you got this week? Well, this week we have whole New York strip, five ninety nine a pound, whole boneless pork loins, two nineteen a pound, green cabbage, $0.49 cents a pound, Turnip or collard green bunches, 99 cents each. Craft shredded cheeses, four for $10. And Coca-Cola variety, six packs, three for $12. Wow, fantastic. And as always, you guys are open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. And you're located right there at 427 West 7th Street, the big shopping center with plenty of parking right there by the post office. Miles, thank you as always. I appreciate you and your staff. And uh, we look forward to talking to you next week as well. All righty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Tony, be back with you. It's hour number two, and we welcome you back. Boy, we are very pleased because this gentleman went into Parts Unknown yesterday, and when you go into Parts Unknown, you just never know what's going to happen. But Evan Russell's back with us, presented by our friends at TLD Logistics. It's another episode of TLD Logistics, Extra Innings, and perhaps the most consequential episode of TLD Logistics, Extra Innings, we've had all year. Evan Russell, welcome back, Cotter, to the program. Absolutely incredible where we are, but Tennessee got dealt some bad news today that you and I were talking about last night. They, they thought they were traveling. Uh, and you were one of the ones that was kind of holding out hope that that was erroneous. Uh, but as it turns out, Southern Miss, in fact, gets the nod over the Vols to host. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I, I can't even really look at the numbers. Uh, I can't look at the bigger school, the more, the more money they can bring in. Uh, I, I can't see why NCAA made that choice besides potential political decisions. Um, and that's a shame. Do you feel like knowing Tony internally, what does he do with this decision? That's because Tennessee's got to feel like they've been slighted for a team from the Sunbelt Conference. So how does Tony take this and spend this to his advantage? What's he do, Evan? You know, I think this is a great opportunity for him, and he knows it too, to um, sort of develop that villain mentality and to keep the balls against the world uh, sort of slogan going um, to his team, to his, uh, his entire team. But um, on, the, on the other end, under the scenes, I guarantee you he's got a lot to say to people um, that are kind of making the decisions, or at least I would. And at the end of the day, it, it, that can't happen, in my opinion. Brian, we were talking earlier about whether or not it's an advantage to be on the road and obviously it's not but for some reason the last couple of years it's been very difficult on these home teams last year um what was the number guys that got to augusta was it six of eight were non uh were were non-national seeds which means there were a bunch of teams that won on the road last year was a number six of eight, Matt, that ended up in that field? Um, you know, I, I think 
I mean, yeah, like Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Arkansas were all non-hosts. That's. I mean, yeah, it was at least at least half the field. I think uh, six of eight teams that went on the road last year in super regionals. I think six of eight, six of those eight, went on to Omaha. There Only you go, Stanford Evan. and A and M hosted and advanced. Now, Evan, is that real? Like, tell tell me about the pressure of being at home and why you think that is. Because Brian, the first round of the tournament this year, the trend continues. What's the number right now, Brian? Nine of 16 teams that hosted a regional, nine of them advanced. Seven teams won a regional on the road out of 16. Evan, that number shouldn't be that high. You shouldn't You shouldn't have those teams going nine and seven. It's Should a beautiful you? sport, isn't it? It's crazy. It's crazy. No, that, there's, in my opinion, there's something that is to be said about the feeling of being the hunted compared to the hunter. And it seems to me like these lower seeds are coming in with a chip on their shoulder. And a lot of teams, including our team from last year, just did not respond in the correct way. What does that mean, respond in the correct way? More of staying on the attack, um, understanding that mature teams are more mature now, um, a, a crowd a hostile environment, uh, a, re- a good crowd doesn't necessarily have the same impact on a 24-year-old as it does a 19-year-old. So now that the teams are full of older guys, especially mid-majors or lower uh, Power 5 schools, uh, th- those teams are prepared at a higher level, and they're going to come in, and their, their plans are to uh, take the crown off of the king's head. And I think, see, I think Tennessee is perfect. They are perfectly suited for that mentality, this ball club, Evan. I'm not so sure. I I hate it for our fans. Yeah, I hate it for our fans. I just keep coming back to that it's a total advantage for them to be on the road. And I know they're going to be down there and that place is going to be hotter than hell. And watch it not work out for them. But I, I just have a feeling that it's, that their attention has been gotten, their level of focus through that weekend was absolutely tremendous because you could tell they felt challenged. That that coaching staff reached every one of those kids to put them in the right frame of mind. Nobody, nobody there seemed like they were uh, going off the script, so to speak, Evan. No, I agree. And if we're looking at long term for Omaha, um, having them in the mindset of playing on the road and competing whenever there's not a lot of Tennessee fans or the majority of the fans aren't Tennessee, having them in that mindset could be very, very beneficial. All right. Matt, did you say that the starting pitcher, because I want to really dive into uh, the opponent here, because really this is about pitching matchups. Tanner Hall right-handed, Matt? Yes. The other pretty good starting pitcher right-handed? Uh, I believe so. If he's the guy that kind of closed their game out yesterday, I, I believe he's 
Yeah, he's a right-hander. I know he, he threw 69 pitches on Saturday in their second game, so I assume he's their number two. Yeah, and they gave, they basically gave Tanner Hall the ball yesterday and counted as, uh, and I think they were going to let him go to 50. I think that was the number. But he, on uh, 50 pitches, Southern Miss really catches a break, Matt, in not having to play on Friday. Why do you think the reason is for that, Matt? That they that they got the break or that it's an, an advantage? No, why do you think it is they got the break? Uh, I don't know. Probably, probably, I, I mean, it could just be something as simple as that's just kind of how the schedule's laid out, that, that these, this region, this Super was always going to be a Saturday through through Monday. I, I, don't, I don't know, but it's very, very beneficial to a team that had to exhaust its pitching staff coming out of a loser's bracket. As opposed to a team that just went through and won three games. I mean, they played two extra games um, and had to play, you know, a, kind of a thriller yesterday afternoon just just to get through. So and, they do yeah. get a benefit there. And I was telling my son, I said, you know, uh, Anthony, you guys, Tennessee gets through that thing. You guys get an, get an assist on that because you really press their pitching, really force them to use arms. They did not want to use. Their two starters yesterday, Evan. You know that to get through that game, but they were they were forced to. They were forced. They were put in that spot, and it's about staying alive. Yeah, they had to make a decision to to continue playing. Which I mean, I, I'm not sure that there's a, a single Southern Miss fan that's um, upset with that. But the body being fatigued for a pitcher on even having one or two two days of uh, of a shorter rest, it's a huge advantage for Tennessee. So you think even with the Saturday deal, having to go out there and pitch on Monday, it's still a big edge for the Vols? Yeah, I really do. Just because, um, especially late in the year, they, yeah. a lot of guys have a lot of innings under their belt. Yep. And if even if you look at our guys, our velocity doesn't usually stay as high throughout the season. So your stuff isn't as sharp, your command you might not necessarily get to the corner of the plate, and you might miss over the middle um, due to your legs not being under you as much. So it, it's all of it plays a factor. Bryce, Southern Miss has hosted some Super Regionals. What's our record in them? Or more to the point, when's the last time they went to a College World Series? I know they they only hosted... been, they've only been to one. That was in 2009. Okay, That's their only College World Series ever. And this year, I know you didn't ask this, but their record at home this year is twenty six and five. Okay. I don't think that's been mentioned yet. All right. Let me look and see who let me look and see what their history is. Okay. In supers. Twenty six at five. Twenty six and five at home this year. Here's what we've learned about them as we've been on the air. It's gonna be really hard to get tickets there. In fact, they're turning six hundred tickets over to Tennessee. They jammed last year in the Ole Miss game, one of their games, 6,700 people in their stadium. Uh, which, Evan, I like for our ball club. I'll take you guys back to the LSU uh, series earlier in the year in front of huge crowds. And we all knew that was going to be a pressure cooker for the Vols, which is one thing you get in this league you're not going to get in other leagues. That's a playoff atmosphere. When that was when that series took place, and I thought Tennessee really gave a nice account of themselves. Did not now obviously they had some errors and things like that, but they weren't 
playing total slot ball, and and I thought that their level of compete was really high in that series, commensurate with the crowd they were in front of. I agree. I, I think that the the more chaotic it can be, the more focused that our players are going to uh, to be on the field. So I'm not necessarily worried about the environment getting to our guys. I'm more worried about seeing the bigger field, mm. thinking that we have thinking that we have to expand um, our efforts at the plate. Uh, and, and not play within ourselves the way that we have been doing because they, they seemed comfortable at Clemson and they didn't seem like they were stretching for more in the batter's box. So so that's the first thing that comes to mind whenever I think of, of playing there and, and having some bad feelings. Your club was now, will your the, clubs were will like the humidity that, help them down there? Maybe maybe the humidity, the ball will jump out further, jump further than it would normally? No, usually in my experience, the humidity, whenever it's super thick in the air, um, it, it kind of doesn't travel. So it, it, th- there's like a weird period of once it stops raining, the ball is flying. But during sometimes during the rain or a day after rain, um, whenever the air is really thick, it can kind of keep balls from, from leaving the yard. Evan Russell joining, presented by our friends at T. TLD Logistics, ladies and gentlemen, this is TLD Logistics Extra Innings with uh, Evan Russell, who joined us over the weekend during our post-game offerings, courtesy of Marcos Garza, the Garza Law Firm. But uh, this is going to be a real challenge for Tennessee. The dimensions of the ballpark, Brian, are what? Okay, they. Um, it is 340 down the down the lines. It is 365 to the power alleys. Mm-hmm. And it's 400 to straightaway center, and it's a turf field. So 340, 365, 400. Hey, Evan, um, you guys, when you went to Omaha, right, it was said about your club, the big ballpark got them. First of all, and you just kind of alluded to that yourself, what what does that mean when people say the big ballpark? What, what's different about it? Yeah, if you look at the home run distances of our team from last year, year before, and even this year, uh, most of the time the balls that are leaving the yard, they're, they're going out at, at every field. Um, they're, they're not really wall scrapers. Now you have the occasional uh, one that went 395 for a home run, but most of the time, 400-plus leaves the yard at, at, at any park. Um, but last or two years ago, whenever we were in Omaha, I could, ten, I could feel some tenseness in the lineup due to feeling like we had to prove that we could hit in that bigger park. Mm. Um, and, and it's sort of just a mentality thing. And, and any sort of negative emotion of feeling like you have to swing harder or you have to do more, do extra in the batter's box, it usually leads to expanding the zone. Um, your, your swing, you're usually longer in your swing. You're not, you're not thinking drive through the middle of the field. And, and it leads to not having success. So um, that, that's the first thing that if I'm a coach, I want my players to understand that the ball is going to, lead, the, the ball is going to do what the ball does you can't control that but if you put a good swing on it the way you've been hitting the way you took the approach this past weekend if you do that then the wins the hits the home runs will take care of itself 
So it's really mental. Oh, it's super mental. I would say 90% of it is, is extremely mental. Um, and, and hearing the players know that the, the word is that Tennessee can't win on the road. They only hit home runs in the, in the smaller ballpark. And, and sometimes that can get to a, uh, a young man's head and, and feel like you have to prove, uh, show the, you know, the haters that that's not the case and, um, could lead to proving them right. Well, you, now, you guys make a really good point. Evan, you make a great point about how comfortable Tennessee looked in Clemson's ballpark because we, we were talking about how it was like Lindsey Nelson East, and it felt that way. It played that way for them. Yeah, they, they did play comfortable. Um, it, it looked like they were super focused due to being on the road. Um, I, I thought that was the most focused they had, they had been all year, and, and that could be because of the postseason, but you could make the argument that Hoover was postseason as well. Um, but they look super comfortable, and um, hopefully they are starting to develop that consistency of not having to do too much. And if they played the way they played this past weekend, they'll come out of Southern Miss with two wins. Hey, Matt, are you now, concerned about it? Go ahead. Southern Miss has only been to three Super Regionals counting this year. Wow, okay. In 2009, they played one at Florida, and they won both games down there to go to the College World Series, their only appearance. And then last year, of course, against Ole Miss, they got swept at home. So their record is 2-2 two and two okay. in Super Regional games. What worries me yep. is that Southern Miss was in this exact situation last year. Yep. Yep. So, so they are more mature. They are not going to be surprised by anything. Um, they they know what didn't work and they've made adjustments. I'm sure. So that's what worries me. And if you look at that last year's team, whenever we got beat by Notre Dame the year before, Notre Dame was in the exact situation and they lost a very difficult series against Mississippi State at Mississippi State. Well, then they come into our place with basically the same lineup, same coaching staff, same mentality, and, and they were better and they were prepared and, and they ended up winning. They had success. So that's what worries me is. The maturity of Southern Miss being in this situation before and seeing if they can make the correct adjustments. And they do have a bunch of veteran ball players when you look and at And they're team. super talented. Yeah, they're, they they really hit the baseball. I don't know how much they pitch it, Matt, but they really do hit the baseball. One through nine in their lineup, those guys all hit the baseball. Yeah, well, they, they have really good pitching numbers because of that ace. Who's, I think he's still like the fourth or fifth most innings of any pitcher in the country. Give his numbers out for the living lister because they might rely on him more than once here in this short series. Yeah, well, we'll just we'll, we'll see if they can. What? Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, well, just before yesterday, he had gone at least seven innings and thrown ninety-seven pitches in his last six starts. Which include included two nine inning outings. He he went nine innings Friday night versus Sanford in that game that they they actually lost it in extras, um, which kind of shows some mental toughness for their team to to bounce back and win four straight after that. But no, he's he's a legitimate ace and a, a guy who will go deep in, into games that doesn't really strike out a ton, but um, and doesn't have an overpowering fastball, but has an elite changeup, and I think he has a, a nice slider too. We'll see if they can hit pitching like they're going to see this weekend, which they haven't seen all year, I'm sure. But 
this pitching, I'm sure, has seen lineups like Southern Miss before. And, so they and won't be surprised either. To Brian's point, when you're playing a big ballpark like that, it's a little more pitching friendly, which our pitching staff will like. You can make a mistake and ball stay in yards in a bigger place. Yes or no? As Evan's in there somewhere, I think. Hey, sorry, you cut out on me. What would you say? Yeah, I was saying the bigger ballpark. Brian was talking about our staff. I think the bigger the bigger ballpark allows Tennessee's pitching staff to have a little more room for air themselves. I completely agree. I, I think that's advantage us, um, just because the way that our fastballs work, um, they're, they're such high spin rate that the ball is going to travel a little bit if you make flush contact. Um, but but I just don't see us consistently giving up singles and doubles. I, I think that when we are beat, it's usually from the long ball that has runners on base or making errors. Yep. Uh, but I, I just don't see a team consistently stringing hits together against a, a staff like we got. Matt Dixon talking about Southern Miss's offense. They're pretty damn good. But they do feast on your mistakes, and they're very resourceful. You make mistakes, they're going to hurt you. Um, and Matt was talking earlier, they work a lot of counts. They're a walk-drawing ball club. Uh, if you can, Matt, elaborate on that when you look at their numbers. Yeah, I think they've, they've had over 300 walks this year, which I think top 50 nationally. In, in a lot of ways, they profile like Charlotte. That, that's what that Charlotte team did was they, they got guys on base and didn't hit home runs. And Tennessee just kept them off the bases pretty much. But that's that's kind of what they are. Um, batting average is, is just kind of average in their league. Uh, you know, top 100 on base percentage. Uh, they, they, they don't sack bunt at all. They... they Still less than the base of game, so that's not a, too worrisome. So they they hit a lot of doubles. It obviously, got a big, a bigger park, but you know they're you know, they, they 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 rely on on getting on base and kind of driving guys in with a couple of, of hits in an inning. And that's again, I think that really plays to Tennessee's advantage. Evan, I love this matchup. It's going to be an awesome series, and. and I really have I, – I, I would have a lot of questions for the committee of making this this decision for Southern Miss. Um, just because I, I – if you look at straight numbers of it being there, yep. I know that, that we can make an argument that is an advantage since we can play on the road, but I still would feel a lot more comfortable with this series if it was at Knoxville. I just don't see a Tony Vitello-led team losing two straight series – two straight Super Regional Series in Knoxville. Um, but I can see a Southern Miss taking advantage of missing out last year and, and um, cleaning up their mistakes this year. You know, I just, and I said this last hour, I just can't share in the outrage that some people have simply because we won one, count them, one baseball series on the road all year. And anytime you put yourself in that position, not only that, we went one and five on the road against Georgia and Missouri, two teams that fired their coaches. And so 
you know, I realize outrage is is always going to move the needle. But Evan, I just have a hard time being outraged by the the concept that I mean, I think we just did it to ourselves. We put ourselves in this spot. I agree. You can you can go back and I mean, you can basically say that every game matters. Uh, you can go all the way back to that Missouri series, yeah. making a difference, making an impact. With which, let's be, let's just be frank. There's no reason that we don't come out of that series with two wins. Um, but but our guys weren't as focused. They didn't think it would matter. But um, that that's one thing that I hope the freshmen and sophomore pick up on is it doesn't matter if great point if it's the first game of the year or uh, a midweek game, every game, every single time you have a chance of winning a game, it matters. And something, some games throughout the season have an impact on this that are a little heavier than others, but while you're playing it, you don't know which one that is. It's a really great point. And, and that's well, why... The Tennessee yeah. Tech loss is really bad in that regard. Well, yeah. Yeah, Matt, that's right. I mean, I, I think because that that was in between the Arkansas and Bandy series, and I I believe their RPI dropped so much after that one loss that the sweep of Vandy just kind of got them back to where they had been before that, and that was you know a, a sweep over a top five team. The thing I love about coming into this weekend, though, is I just think it's an edge to be on the road because of the way they're going to focus. They showed us a level of focus at South Carolina, in the South Carolina series and also at Clemson, that they hadn't shown all year. And if Tony doesn't go out there and get um, his ace at South Carolina, they would have swept that series. They'd have been 6-0 and over there. That's reality. I mean, they were really good last weekend. And by the way, Clemson is a much better team than Southern Miss, Evan. Much better. Much better, I much agree. Better. Not, not even the same caliber. That Clemson team is excellent. Okay? The ACC might have been underrated this year because that Wake Forest team is damn good. Virginia is very good. And that Clemson team is really good. Really good. And Duke just went on the road to Coastal there Carolina and won a region. So they've, they've got three teams in the final 16. It's a hell of a win. You're right, Brian. At Clemson. And Duke, Duke came in here two years ago. I mean, Matt, we might be being homers here, but if that isn't the game of the year in college baseball, what is it? Because that game had a little bit of everything. You had the Clemson team forcing the issue on the bases, perhaps a little too much. You had Tennessee having to make clutch replay uh, uh, relay throws and throw guys out at the plate with Blake Burke. Evan, you had the timely home run in the bottom, uh, the top of the ninth inning for the Vols to take the lead, and then Clemson come right back and scratch one back. You had a relief pitcher working out of a bases loaded jam, where he hulked up with the bases loaded. Er, he he went back into that um, that Vandy mode again. Yeah, I I think that if there is a that there is no more dangerous team than the Tennessee Volunteers right now. I really don't believe it. I mean, who else is? And here's the thing. Matt said this earlier, and it's so true. Maybe Wake Forest, maybe. they Wake Forest is smoking hot. 
They do not, Evan, they do not want to see, don't let them get hot. But the lords of baseball, those over the sport, the caretakers of the sport, they tried to legislate Tennessee out of the deal this year, Evan. They don't want this Tennessee team here right now. Well, the umpires surely don't. Uh, it's it's clear that what well, what the effect that we had on the team or on the entire country last year uh, is trying to be silenced, which I can understand at times. But um, there are a lot of situations where it's become overkill from the umpiring. Um, so clearly, they have an issue with how Tennessee acts and how they run their their business and. Who knows? That, that could create some bias in some of the decisions. I thought Tennessee was really workmanlike over the weekend. They didn't say a word to anybody, did they? Super professional. Super. Like, they didn't say a word, did yeah. they? Well, and Clemson, when he mouthed off, that got them. You know, they, they actually were hurt by that. When they, the can of the Canarella kid had to be you, thrown out. Have you heard anything, like, internally what that Canarella guy said? Do, do we know? Oh, I, I, I threw. I heard through some sources that yeah. Zane Denton doesn't even know what he said. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, that's how. That's how minor of an issue that it was. Zane didn't didn't even hear him. Matt, what are they doing to college baseball? Is that an improvement, Matt? Like Bino said, in a sport where nobody throws it anybody's heads, yeah, I can see if everybody's throwing yeah, at everybody and they want to get it under control. Nobody's thrown a retaliation pitch yeah. at all with all this yeah, trash nobody, talking. Yeah, yeah. If, if Drew Gilbert doesn't get ear hauled, no, nobody will. I mean, and that you know to, they didn't get thrown at it all last year. And, and yeah, Bino has got the best take on that. That they're trying to regulate something that already regulates itself, and it just they just and to do it in the spots that they've done it in a tournament with the you know the Canarella guy. When they they called the the pin guy for the the, the pitch clock, oh, that was unbelievable. That was. I mean, it's it's just have some have some common sense and some leniency in in, in big moments, and it you know. But but it does bring up a point that who the who the umpiring crew is and where they're from, um, it it can affect the game because you know that crew last year at Notre Dame was a West Coast crew. That the NCAA sent in there, Macius. and they weren't they weren't used to all the Jeff Macius. all the trash talk and all the all That's the all the emotions, and it, it kind of caught up with the umpires as well. And obviously, then Drew kind of took it to the next level. So, you know, and I, I believe the guy that threw that threw Frank out, the the crew chief was was actually at Arkansas this past weekend and got into it with Van Horn a little bit. Evan, that Macius guy has issues, doesn't he? Oh man, he, he's a little man come back on the other side we're going to take some calls presented by our friends at tld logistics online tldlogistics.com the vols know their assignment and truly they get a veteran team evan says that that scares them a little bit the fact that these guys may have learned a lesson last year kind of like notre dame learned a lesson well you know what the remnants of that tennessee team had to learn a lesson as well when you face a team that probably learned a lesson there's a lesson in that as well as we continue, it's all ahead. It is TLD Logistics, extra innings. Evan's been with us every Monday throughout the baseball season. And 
I got to tell you, at one point, I was telling him off the air, we better learn some Atlanta Braves stuff because we're going to be talking to Major League Baseball in here if this season doesn't turn around as we continue with more after this. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Laurie Cole, Executive Director with Pay Grace Forward. We are a community solution to predatory lending. 
We help people in Murray County who are trapped in payday and title loan debt. We do this through financial mentoring followed by low interest grace loans. To see if Pay Grace Forward can help you or to volunteer with our organization, please visit our website at paygraceforward.org or call 931-548-6797. Have you heard the news? The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools has a new day and time. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM to hear all about what's happening in and around Murray County Public Schools. The Big Yellow School Bus with Jack Cobb and Friends on Front Porch Radio, Saturdays at 10 a.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. This is Bob Kessling with Pat Ryan. It's a beautiful day for digging. The backhoe operator has the engine running and is moving into position. He's heading for the ground. He's in there. Wait, there's a flag on the play. Let's get out of the field for the call from our official. Illegal procedure on the digging team. Oh, that penalty could cause a costly accident. That's right, Bob. He needs to call before he digs. There's underground utility lines that could be hiding just below the surface. Water, sewer, electrical, communication lines, and even natural gas. Avoid a penalty by first calling 811 to have any underground public utility lines located and marked with flags or paint. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. For more tips, visit pipesafety.org. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters and the Tennessee Gas Association, funded in part by a grant from the Underground Utility Damage Enforcement Board. Alzheimer's Tennessee invites you to join us for our second annual Walk to Support Families Impacted by Alzheimer's Disease or Related Dementia. The 2023 Murray County Walk will be held on Saturday, June 3rd at Murray County Park and Senior Center, 1016 Murray County Park Drive in Columbia. The festivities begin at 9 a.m. with music from Chris Yao, line dancing, children's activities, and a pet area. We hope to see you there as we walk to make Alzheimer's a memory. And remember, all funds raised stay local. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. TB back with you, 865-200-5402. Hey, Matt, we're, we're getting ready to face a team that's pretty right-hand oriented here, which I think is an advantage for the Vols. But then again, playing in that big ballpark, as Evan said, becomes totally mental. So... Yeah, and then you probably factor in a weather delay or two and how Tennessee, you know, maybe having those delays there at the end of the year, you know, kind of helped Tennessee. They they figured out some ways to pass time. So, you know, it's just – this team is just kind of like so battle-tested because they've been through everything, which, you know, like last year seemed just, just avalanched everybody. It, they never really had a whole lot of battles and, are, and definitely no – like very few had to come back wins. Where this team has kind of been through all those wars, and they're kind of, they've already seen it all. Like they they know what what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, where they 
where they can struggle. Like I, I just think this team's kind of prepared to handle everything right now. Yeah, your college World Series team, Evan, was probably better prepared to handle that Notre Dame de- deal than than last year's team was in retrospect. When you when you think about it from that perspective. Yeah, um, whenever you think about just playing those close games, um, we, we kind of went uncontested besides a couple weekends throughout the whole year. Um, so whenever you're not used to being down late into a game like we were, uh, especially in an elimination like that, a must-win situation, uh, it almost just caught us in a in a way that we didn't even know how to respond TLD Logistics, overdrive, overtime, slash Tennessee baseball, uh, extra innings featuring Evan Russell all season long. I, I thank my friends at TLD for allowing us to do that. So much more than a trucking company. TLD Logistics does everything. If you have a challenge relating to your shipping, your business, call TLD, and they're going to f- help you figure it out, a solution that works for you online at tldlogistics.com. And if you're an owner-operator, a spot for you awaits on our team. TLD Logistics Online, tldlogistics.com. And remember, driver training classes are forming now. It's tldlogistics.com. I'm going back to our phones. 865-200-5402 is the number. If you want to jump in and join us, Tennessee on the road. 3 o'clock Eastern Time start on Saturday. Weather permitting, they're calling for thunder showers. It's like a 55% chance of thunderstorms right now, uh, which down there at this time of the year, I mean, whatever. Uh, it'd probably be a relief to everybody if that occurs. Let's go to the phones. Folks want to speak with Evan. Hello and welcome in. Uh, Mike in Portland. Hey, Mike in Portland. Welcome in, brother. Hey, good to hear from you guys. Hey, just a couple of thoughts. Uh, number one, Tony, check your uh, P.O. box. I sent you a care package. Love care packages from beautiful Portland, brother. Right. and uh, hey, hey, you didn't, hey, you didn't sneak a little ganji wawa in there, did you? Uh, by request only. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> so, anyway, you know it's Portland. Go Timbers. Um, hey, just on, this, uh, just on the call, it, on the on the. Uh, super regional, I like it. I think our team is as focused as they've ever been. They realize the gravitas of the situation. Uh, I like mentally where they're at. Ball Nation will be there. I like our pitching. It's all about the matchup. Forget about this outrage and all the politics. It's time to move forward. I like where this is going to go. I'm, I'm delighted. I think it's going to be good, Tony. I think it's going to be really good. Good pitching. I might be. We might be talking ourselves into something here, Mike. But I can't think of a reason why this is not going to be an advantage for the Vols, other than the fact they're going to be playing in front of 6,500 crazies. But those people, if you can get that first game, they will turn on their team because they'll be like, here we go again. And, Evan, that's a big deal. Just like for Tennessee, that first step in the rung, that Saturday game is huge, Evan, from that perspective. It's a huge deal. And if you think about it, too, what like Tennessee still has a fear factor uh, of a team coming in and playing uh-huh. them. Um, if if you're a coaching staff and you look at the amount of talent that we have, the matchups of having to face Andrew Lindsay, Chase Donder, mm. Drew Beams with Chase Burns in the bullpen, <laughs> you're not comfortable. 
Hey, Matt, that's a great question. At Clemson, could you fear, feel the fear factor from their fan base, from their team toward Tennessee, the big bad Vols are in town? Did, did, was that vibe in the air, Matt? No, I actually thought Clemson and their fans were super confident. They, they were loose for about the first three innings. But after they didn't jump out to a big lead, which they had been used to doing recently, they it just flipped, you know, and they were immediately just very tight. And you could just tell the dugout that, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of, of interactions going on like there was earlier in the game. But they were real. They went from being really confident to being very tight and in just, you know, two or three innings. It becomes about pulling somebody, Mike, out of their comfort zone in that first game. That's what Tennessee's got to do. Yes, sir. And, uh, Evan, what a blessing you've been this year in broadcasting. Love, love your work kind of deal. And uh, let's go Vols. I'm, I like where we're at on this thing, Tony. Good to talk to you guys. Thank you, Mike, in Portland. That's a noon start for you. I'm kind of jealous. Let's go back to our phones. Evan, you did a camp uh, yesterday. Is that why we were um, we were having trouble hearing you? You were, like, down in the mid-state. You were, like, uh, down in Waverly, home of the Fighting Kemp's. Yeah, it, it was around the Lexington yeah. area back in back in my old high school. No cell, um, no cell service, Evan, right? Yeah, the my my plan was not cooperating with um, this the way that I get on here, so it was rough. How many kids at your camp, Evan? Uh, I was a guest appearance. Nice. So there were about I'd say fifty five, sixty kids. When's your camp? Oh man, um, I haven't I haven't scheduled a new camp yet. Um, I'd say I'd, I would have I'm gonna have one scheduled within two or three months. So your Raymond James uh, work, you're you're flying right now. Tell the living listener where they can find you, Evan, if they want to do business with you. Yeah, you can find me on social media, um, LinkedIn, LinkedIn preferably, um, Twitter, Instagram. I, I try to keep up with my messaging on there as well. So. Um, anyway, um, if you're if you have questions on development with your child, uh, if your kid has questions on recruiting, any sort of thing, I'll, I'll do my best to reach back out. But um, any sort of social media platform, I, I'm pretty active. And also the financial game as well. He's selling himself short here. But you're with uh, Raymond James now down in Chattanooga. I am. Yeah, I'm. I'm recently been hired with Raymond James for the past three months. Uh, it's going really well. So um, I, I also offer those services too. So. Well, you're a blessing, brother. Let's go back to the phones and get our next call in. Hello and welcome. Hey, Tony Martinball. Hey, Martin. Welcome in. Evan Russell, thank you for uh, helping to bring back uh, Tennessee baseball. It's awesome, man. Uh, I was there when we went to CWS in college with uh, 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 the great Sean Watson was my buddy on the team. Great closer for all those years. So thank you. Um, hey, Tony, I also want to real quick uh, wish a happy birthday cake to Kyle Blackburn here in the Mid-State, if I, if I can. Happy birthday, Kyle Blackburn. Hey, Kyle, I hope you get a couple plays on your birthday that hit, brother. <laughs> hey, by the way, if anybody's looking for tickets, uh, if you can hang out in the park for about six hours, let that uh, lightning de- delay wear everybody out. You just roll right in there like our friend did in uh, Clemson. So uh, just wait till about the ninth inning or something, maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, I wonder. Know. And a lot of these parks, they will open the gates. Because we had a lady call in on our on our uh, Garza Law post game the other night, and she said that uh, she saw that score and they were out eating, and she she went right down to the ballpark and walked right through the open gates. That's a way to do it, Evan. Get you five free innings of baseball. 
that that kind of is going to be the strategy I'm going to try to take from here on out. There you go. Hey, uh, so so you know, I came into this upset, you know, a little bit. Um, first of all, perceptions, reality. I mean, that the committee, whatever, they need to get it a, a better ahead of time. Uh, you know, Southern Miss has some bad road losses too. At Ole Miss, you know, lost at home to Miss State, uh, Texas State, you know, New Orleans. I mean, it, it happens. Interesting. However, but but but, the, in, but Tennessee, you're right, set themselves up, and they didn't take care of their business. And that made them better. And here's where I'm getting to. You know, I, I, I sense that this team, you could tell on the field, they just weren't comfortable all year until that South Carolina, he said it, our coach said it, if I tell that South Carolina series, they found something. He wanted to capture that and keep it. We didn't quite keep it for Hoover. Though I don't know if he cared to keep it or not for there. But for this NCAA tournament, um, I think maybe that's, um, maybe I'm glass half full here, Get these guys out of their little bubbles, out of their circles, and, and stick together. And with it, and as a guy who played baseball at a much lower level than, than Evan did, it always helped me to kind of be with the guys, be at the hotel, hanging out with each other, really bonding, getting away from all the talk in the background, and going ahead and taking on. So, anyways, uh, that got me to where I'm excited. Um, and I, I'll say this much. I know we have some youth, but one thing I am um, feeling – good about is we have some pitchers who have been in big 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 moments um and we saw them last week against clemson take care of it so uh, just want to see you guys thoughts on that and uh evan russell man thank you so much thank you martin evan i think it's right i think it's all led to this moment for these guys uh, i think he nailed it on that the head with that um it, it, you can go back to some situations that chase burns was in last year mm. That he struggled with for him to have that experience to be as calm as he was with the game on the line. And he, he's throwing that wipeout slider at 86, 88. And to get out of that, that scenario uh, was incredible. But without experience and without being able to control his emotions, I don't think that happens. The great Evan Russell joining us, jamming on the one. As uh, James Brown used to say back in the day, we're getting ready for the radio listener to depart you. Um, but we are going to kick it around here over at uh, tclub.team and continue the conversation for a while. Uh, and then we will uh, break this thing off. But to the calls on hold, I'll be getting to you. Tennessee, a 3 o'clock first pitch on Saturday. And then Sunday, Brian, what's the schedule? This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? 
experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day -day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here and we are ready. We carry a full line of steel, echo, and Chindawa yard equipment. We also have a great selection of grass seed, fertilizer, and garden supplies. With the most knowledgeable sales staff in Southern Middle Tennessee, come check us out at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Each week on History's Hook, we'll be bringing you interesting and informative stories from the past in an effort to connect the history in our own backyard to the big events that compose national and world history. I'm your host, Tom Price. This is not your high school history class. We're going to make history fun and compelling. We're going to get you hooked. History's Hook with your host, Tom Price. Saturdays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. Right here on WKOM 101.7 FM Front Porch Radio. Join us for a journey through time. 
I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Want to experience Spring Hill in one day under one roof? Now is your chance. Spring Hill's most popular annual community event, Experience Spring Hill The Event, presented by Liberty Federal Credit Union, is back and jam-packed with fun at Summit High School on Saturday, June 24th from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. You can learn more about this exciting event at experiencespringhill.com. We hope to see you there. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.